0: Hi, you're listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FM. This is your host of Dinner Party, Chef Amy Sins. And today in the studio, I have Chef Val Hesse. And she is here because I went on Facebook, which is where I find all all of my amazing guests for this show. And I said, help, we need help with healthy eating and planning for this new year. And I think four people said, you got to call chef Val, call chef Val. I can help with that. <laughs> so chef Val is here. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, you know, you're doing catering, you're doing meal prep, you're doing all this stuff. And I think like most of us here in New Orleans, food is our life. Absolutely. And it's what makes us happy. And I think the first of every year I get this, this like pit in my stomach when I go, Oh God, I have to make the healthy resolution again and I have a hard time sticking with it because absolutely, I live to eat. So Tell me what we do, Osha, Val. How do we deal
1: with this? (laughs) Um, It is really difficult in New Orleans because while the rest of the country is going to the gym and eating their salads, we're getting ready for Mardi Gras. Um, We're getting ready for Tet, which is in less than three weeks from now. Um, We're getting ready for um, upcoming... King's parties and party grab balls and all of those wonderful occasions where we can gather together and do what we love the most, which is socialize and eat. Um, so you have to give yourself a little bit of grace. You're living in one of the most wonderful places on the planet. Um, food is a big part of our lives. Um, but you can you can make some, some changes, some adaptations and um, include some healthier eating when you're not out and about and some healthier eating that you can stick with and some healthier eating that your family will tolerate, Um, which is one of the biggest things. If you don't have the rest of the family on board your plan, it is gonna fail instantly. Um, If you've got the spouse that can eat anything they want and nothing ever happens, if you have kids that are not part of your program and they don't wanna be part of your program and they're just looking forward to all the king cake and moon pies that they can <laughs> shove in their faces. I understand that. I've, I've totally been there. Um, but yeah, there there are certainly ways that you can incorporate healthier foods into your life um, while you're waiting for that next king cake to drop. And, you know, I
0: you make a great point because this is something my husband and I go back and forth on uh, because he... It, he would be happy on rotisserie chicken and eating that every day, right? I would rather not eat the same thing every day, but, you know, certain foods affect us differently, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And So in a household where one person can tolerate something and another person can't, it, it's so hard because... You don't want to be eating your pasta going ha ha i'm having pasta you can't have
1: carbs or vice versa right um i think for a lot of moms um, and i saw this over the holidays with my family um, the kid eats you know three to four bites of dinner and then mom's like well i'll just eat yours because i don't want to throw the food away Um, but the first rule is don't eat anything that you don't want to eat which, and I'm not saying don't eat broccoli and eat a vegetable but um, don't eat things that you don't want to eat and if you are finding that you have to throw some food away because maybe you overpurchased, then make a note to purchase less next time if you find that there are a bunch of leftovers from a big meal that you prepared and people don't want to eat the same thing for three days then freeze smaller portions of that that can be somebody's lunch in the future or you can take with you to work Um, There's a lot of ways to kind of navigate um, What are we going to do with all of this stuff? I know a lot of families made Gumbo after Thanksgiving or Christmas because you had that turkey carcass and everything else sitting around and you make a giant vat of gumbo Well, then you can freeze pints and quarts of gumbo to have later on when you don't feel like cooking You can just pull that out in the morning and then in the evening All you have to do is make some rice a little salad and you're ready to go and you
0: know that's great that you say a little salad because this is something that, in my New Year's resolution, I feel that I can. I'm a, I like to eat, right? I'm I'm a girl who likes to eat, but I feel like if I if I have a salad before my meal, I'm going to help manage so that I'm not overeating sure. during my meal. But it also gets those vegetables into the family in a way that they they can you know like i know a lot of kids that are more likely to eat you know some salad than they are stewed collard greens
1: (laughs) oh yes absolutely especially if they have their favorite salad dressing on on hand um kids will also eat kids eat the strangest stuff um kids will also eat things that are paired in unexpected ways I remember when I was a kid, boiled Brussels sprouts were the worst thing in the world because you know they smelled like farts. They were kind <laughs> of slimy. They weren't delicious, and I just wondered why do people eat this? Um, but then, as I got older, and somebody introduced me to roasted Brussels sprouts, maybe with some garlic and some you know black pepper on it, then I was like, oh, this is an entirely different thing. Um, so if you prepare things differently, kids will have a different reaction to them. Um, also. We would put out, um, you know, charcuterie boards or grazing boards for family get-togethers. And then um, the kids will eat stuff that they want to eat that they're not being told they have to eat. And it surprises you that they will eat baby carrots or grape tomatoes or uh, raw broccoli. And you wonder, you know, where did you learn to eat this? I don't know. know. But if they're eating it, just let them do their thing. And I think it's that spread of
0: colors. Because at, at our family Christmas, we had a the whole countertop. And there were kids that could just barely reach the countertop. Right? Yeah, And I, there was one, I said, I joked and said, oh, look, none of the grown-ups are eating the vegetable tray. And then I look and I see this little hand reach up. And one of the, the toddlers was grabbing carrots and just chewing on a carrot and I thought yay the cookie platter was right next to it and this kid grabbed the, the beautiful bright orange carrot mm-hmm. and maybe there's something to be said about making our eyes happy when we're trying to make our tummies happy
1: oh yeah completely I like a giant salad with a bunch of different things thrown on top kind of like a salad niçoise where you have like a line of tomatoes and a line of blue cheese and a line of egg and some tuna and some green beans. I think that's really fun. Um, but other people just like, you know, a, a bright green salad with some tomatoes, carrots, celery, a little cucumber, um, or it doesn't even have to be like a lettuce-based salad. It could be, you know, a salad that's based on, you know, green beans or um, other kind of cabbage, any other kind of vegetable and, you know, you're adding that to your meal, so you're getting some color, you're getting some freshness, you're getting some bright flavors in there. And that's very helpful, especially, um, you know, this time of year when it's kind of gray and sweaty outside. (laughs) Right, it's
0: not supposed to be gray and sweaty in January, but it is, I guess, in Louisiana, you go from freezing cold to gray and sweaty. (laughs) Well, so let's talk about this, you know, we're looking to eat better we're looking to be healthier where should we be going to get ideas and inspiration
1: um not pinterest because i fall into a pinterest (laughs) hole and i'm gone for hours um but if you like that you can definitely go that that route there's lots of good ideas um usually if i'm meal prepping uh, just for me or me and some friends I go to the store and I look at, um, you know, what's on sale first is, you know, what vegetables are on special right now. If it's on special, it's probably something that um, is seasonally available, which is always better for the vegetable. A lot of times it would be something that's locally grown. You can always look for that. If it doesn't have to spend a week on a truck getting here from somewhere else. You're definitely going to get a longer shelf life at your house. So I see, you know, what vegetables are on sale right now. I go around and I see what proteins are on sale right now, and that usually takes me in some kind of a direction. Um, it can be something super simple, um, or it can be something a little bit more complex. Um, but there's lots of ideas that you can find um, online. You can Google up meal prep ideas and again you're just going to be sucked into a vortex of beautiful <laughs> pictures and and then that's the idea isn't really the bad part the bad part is like the, the the onerous doing of the thing because you see these people you can watch their little videos or you can you know read their blogs and they say oh i went to the farmers market and i bought all this fantastic stuff and i brought it home and i i prepared all of these wonderful meals using my professional-grade kitchen, and all I'm thinking is, who cleans up this mess? That is all (laughs) I want to know. I don't want to have to do that. (sighs) But there are some ways, like, especially if you live alone or if it's just the two of you, there's ways that you can kind of navigate around some of that stuff. Um, And these are some, some of the suggestions that I give to some of my older clients Um, because older people definitely have barriers to meal prepping. Um, and I always use my dad as an example because, um, it was handy. Um, my dad, um, at the time he was older, um, he had some health restrictions. His doctor wanted him to be on a low sodium diet. Um, He was on a lot of medications. Um, He had a little bit of Parkinson's. So his hands shook and it was always terrifying to watch him hold a knife. because he wasn't stable with it. Um, He would get dizzy if he bent over. So putting things in and out of the oven was a bad idea. Um, He was a little forgetful, like many people in their late 70s and 80s. Um, So cooking things on the stove was not a good idea either. So the only things that kind of left him with was um, the microwave, or uh, going out and, and picking up some takeout food. Um, And both of those things are um, full of sodium. And Mm -hmm. he couldn't have that kind of sodium in his life. Um, And his doctor was very concerned that his blood pressure was still high with all of this extra intervention and medication. And what were we going to do? So they scheduled a time for him to sit down with a nutritionist. And the nutritionist came in and nutritionists are not foodies. No. And foodies are not nutritionists. No. yeah. We balance each other. Yeah. And she she was lovely. She sat down and she said, oh, Captain, what you need to do is eat steamed broccoli and poached chicken. And my dad was like, nope, it's been a good run. Thank you very much. Um, I, I'll just die instead. I will not do that. And it upset her dearly. It upset his doctor. And, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, we've got to be able to do better than this. Um, so the first thing I did was I went home, I did a little research, and I mixed up a substitute seasoning blend for him to use instead of the regular seasoned salt that had lived on our table for 30 years. And um, and I put it in a cute little shaker and I dropped it on the table and he went, what's this? I said, Oh, I just new shaker. Fancy up the place. Oh, all right. And so he was the guy that would just sprinkle it on everything. Before he tasted it? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Give him a piece of ham. Yeah, we're going to season that thing up too. Um, And so he started using it, and I started cooking with it. And I would cook him things, and I would meal prep for him. And he didn't like everything in one box because he felt that was a little too, um, he said meals on wheels. But, But like TV dinner. Well, he didn't mind a TV dinner. He just didn't want to think of himself as an old person. Okay. Um, But if I could prep out all of the protein and and put it in a container, all of the starch and all of the veg, then he could make himself a plate, and it felt like leftovers. Yes. It didn't feel like he had to eat a certain thing at a certain time. That makes sense. And, And he was pretty good. If you got him some bagged salad mix, he could you know, take some sliced chicken or some sliced pork loin and put that on top and have that for a lunch. And then he might have a plate for dinner. And he was pretty good with his own breakfast. That was usually cereal and coffee. So he could handle that by himself. And so we did that for a while. We go back to the doctor. The doctor says, oh, your blood pressure is so much better. And he's like, see, I didn't change anything. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. And then
0: he tells you, oh, the doctor said I can have all the salt I want again. And I was (laughs) like, "Um, that's
1: not exactly true. And then I had to confess. But by that point, he was already eating the low-sodium food. He was already using the alternative seasoning blend. And he was like, well, okay. They took him off the medication that made him dizzy. And at that point, his life opened back up again. He could volunteer at the World War II Museum again and tell all of his war stories to an entirely new generation of people who were more than happy to hear them. Um, He could go back to church, and finally we settled on, okay, if you eat clean six days a week, then you can go to church, and after church, you can have potluck with the church ladies and eat all the potato salad you want, but on that one day only. And that worked out for him um, for the rest of his life. And he got... He got some real quality time there that he would not have had otherwise.
0: And, you know, I, you bring a great point. We're going through this um, in our family too and trying to appease a palate, sure. right? That is used to high sodium already. And we're trying to not feel like we're taking everything away that makes the diner happy but you want that quality of life. And I too have started sneaking uh, things on the table. I may have to get a new shaker because we were using a, um, I think it's great. It's a green salt. It's a, um, it's a kind of a aquatic plant that. Oh yeah, the and sea they, asparagus? This, it's like, a, yes, yes, it's like a sea asparagus. And there are people in California where they can't get fresh water they're actually cultivating this plant in fields and watering it with seawater, ah. and they dehydrate it and turn it into a powder now it's a little green right you get a little green but you finish with some salt <laughs> flavor and it's significantly less from a sodium standpoint And I I put that on the table, and I was like, okay, this is, and it was a clear shaker. Oh, bad decision, Amy. What's this green stuff? It's salt. Well, no salt's either white or pink or gray. It's not green. (laughs) And so I'm going to have to get a new shaker, but I think uh, it's so much easier when you can get the the buy-in, and the product tastes good, and you don't feel like you're, you're taking
1: away joy. Exactly. Um, one of the reasons that people quit diets all the time is that it's just, it's just sad. And they feel like everything is restricted and limited and you can't have things. But there are some things. And I am, I am that person that cannot have a serving of chips out of a bag and keep the rest of the bag in my house. I will either eat a pillowcase of chips or no chips. Um, Occasionally, I can buy, like, a little lunch bag size at the grocery store. But even then, it's a slippery slope. Um, I have car keys. I have money. I can go buy more chips anytime. So I generally just keep that out of the house. But everything else, I can make reasonable choices with. Um, What are some some of your favorite
0: things like last night I did what you suggested which was go to the store see what was available what was on sale and I got a a bunch of produce and I made a kind of like a vegetable lasagna if you will and it is delicious and it cooled it cut it in cubes and now we have little meal prep for the week but you know are there certain dishes that you go, this is my go-to, my clients love it, it's it's healthy, it's delicious, and it's packed full of flavor? Um,
1: let's see. There are a couple that I get uh, requests for. Um, I do a turkey meatloaf, um, and I use ground turkey instead of the ground beef, and um, I've made it keto before with light ground pork rinds instead of breadcrumbs. Um, I've also made it without breadcrumbs entirely. Um, either way, it still works out nicely. It's less greasy than beef meatloaf. It makes a nice sandwich on the next day. Um, if you have like too much extra, you could crumble it up and make, you know, easy bolognese out of it. Um, and that's something I get lots of requests for because it is kid friendly. Um, if I'm cooking for somebody that has a full family, um, I'll make them pans of say Turkey meatloaf and some kind of plain, but cooked green beans and, uh, either roasted potatoes or even sometimes some mashed potatoes. Um, and so whoever I'm cooking for can eat Turkey meatloaf, all the green beans, they can stand some mashed potatoes, be reasonable about it. Um, or, you know, substitute out a salad or something else. Um, let the kids have their turkey meatloaf and mashed potatoes, give them a little bit of ketchup if they need ketchup to get things going in the right direction Um, a lot of them will surprise you and eat green beans if it doesn't have anything weird on it, Mm. weird being um, another vegetable um, or any kind of seasoning that they can't instantly identify alright, fine Um, and I've done like side packs of just plain green beans before Um, kids will eat blanched green beans faster than canned green beans. Yes. Also not smushy. You know, kids have all those teeth in their heads, let them use them. And I think there's something
0: too about eating with your hands and those still kind of crunchy, you know, a little firm green bean, you can pick them up and eat them and enjoy that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, That's one that I I get a lot of requests for that. Um, I get requests for lasagna roll-ups. Um, it, You just take like one big long wiggly lasagna noodle and you put all the fillings in it and roll it up. Bake it off with a little bit of red sauce on top. Um, kids like it because they can see the layers of filling in it. Um, they like unrolling it on their plate and <laughs> they'll eat it. They'll play with it a little bit, but they'll eat it. Um, they unroll it and they inspect it thoroughly to see if there's anything weird in it. And again, you know, not anything weird um and then if the parent is trying to stay like super low carb for any reason i can make that with slices of eggplant or slices of zucchini and and then it looks the same because i have always had um a feeling uh, it it, actually it's a mantra that i live by uh no sad food Mm -hmm. no sad plates so if i was working ever at a restaurant or a hotel and somebody ordered back for a vegetarian plate it wasn't just going to be like two scoops of rice and some sad broccoli. It was going to be like a proper meal that they could eat along with everybody else. Um, nobody wants to really draw that much attention to themselves. And um, nobody else wants to feel like they're eating something that other people can't have, even if that might be the case. So, Or they're an afterthought, right? Yeah, You're nobody wants to be an afterthought. and And nobody wants to incur the wrath of the kitchen for asking for something that's should not be exceptional um one of the uh, one of one of my favorite things to make was instead of um like a stuffed boneless quail we would make a, a faux quail out of a portobello mushroom and still like put the stuffing inside but cut it and then put a little toothpick in the back for the legs <laughs> and then when you served it people were like wait i thought you couldn't oh that's not that's not a quail it's a fake quail, um, but I like doing stuff like that. I like I like playing with food. That's why I do this. That's
0: why. That's why we do this, and the and the food we play with it makes people happy, and if we can make them happier and live a longer life as a result, why not? Then Why not do it? Well, I know we have just a few more minutes, but can you maybe tell us how we can find you if if you know, it's just too crazy to be cooking and we need some meal prep or seasoning. You know, tell everybody a little bit
1: about that. Um, Let's see. Well, um, I have three seasoning blends out right now that are no salt added, no sugar added. Um, We have the Nola blend, which is a Cajun Creole flavor profile. I have an Italian blend uh, and a Southwestern blend, which is great for sheet pan fajitas or tacos at home or whatever you would want to use it on. if you need to get a hold of me, uh, my phone number is 504-473-3831. Um, and our email is chefsnola, all one word, at gmail.com.
0: And uh, meal prep for big families,
1: small families, individuals, how? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can do um, meal prep for one person, uh, like a, you know, a week's worth of uh, lunches, dinners, or both. Um, I can do pans if you've got a busy family and you don't want to cook every night of the week. You know, kids have soccer practice, kids have Cub Scouts, kids have stuff they're doing. And by the time you get home, it's like, it's 7.30 already. It's 8 o'clock already. These kids need to eat right now and get in bed. Um, So it's always nice if you have something in the fridge that's just ready to go. Microwave or even just like heat up one pan and you're done. Um, Office parties cocktail parties king's parties yeah just give me a call awesome
0: well chef Mal, I really appreciate having you on the show today and I feel a little more empowered to go out there and stay with my uh new year's resolution and I do like the idea that maybe one day a week I'll still have my king cake (laughs) for the next few days or a few months uh But for all of my listeners out there, you've been listening to WRBH Radio 88.3 FN. My guest today was uh, Chef Val Hesse, and you are listening to Chef Amy Sins. Until next time, ciao.